TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Inside Access with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 105.7 The Fan. Orioles are off today, though Norfolk came back from 8-0 down to win 10-8 this afternoon. So let's stay down on the farm as we head up to the Ashley Furniture guest hotline. Always a pleasure when we get a chance to talk to Matt Blood, the Orioles Director of Player Development. And Matt, oh, uh, appreciate you get, coming on with us as always. Let's start with Heston Kerstad, who you guys have to be thrilled with after everything he went through the last couple of years. He started the year hot at Bowie, and he hadn't slowed down since promote, being promoted to Norfolk. Hey, guys. Good to uh, be back with you. Hopefully my cell phone reception is a little better this time. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Heston uh, uh, Kerstad, this guy can hit. Yeah. He can really hit. Uh, he's got a great approach, a lot of power. Uh, really impressive. I'm, I'm so thrilled for him that he's healthy and in such a good place. He's caught up to basically where he should have been. And, man, what a good player. Um, I know he's at first base again today. How is that part of the process going, Matt? Good. Yeah, he's got a good attitude about it. He's working hard at it. Uh, it's something, you know, we just want to try to create positional flexibility for whenever his time comes at the major league level. If, if they need a left-handed first baseman, he could uh, he could provide that for them. We're also um, excited for D.L. Hall to get back um, with Norfolk, and obviously he's going through a progression now. I guess, are you getting some reports on how things are going? Is, is, it, is the velo ticking up and and any sort of rough I guess timeline for him to be back you know facing other teams again I don't have a timeline for you I'll say he's in Florida and he's right now going through a pretty deliberate strength phase uh, so we're not as concerned about the uh, the throwing and the velo mm-hmm. he is still throwing but uh, this is sort of a, a deliberate attack from from all fronts to help him get back get it back to be the explosive uh, deal hall that we know once he's back in affiliated ball, is the plan to still build him up to be a starter this year, Matt? I, I think that'll be determined a little bit by the time frame and by the major league team and their needs. We're talking to Matt Blood. It's inside access here on the fan. Let, let's go with another pitching prospect, and that's Grayson Rodriguez, who was up here for a little bit and now back down. Looked pretty dominant yesterday. Are, are you guys fe- feeling, I, I guess, better about Grayson as far as what you're seeing down in the minors? 
I feel great about Grayson. I mean, he's, he's super young, and he's got fantastic stuff, and he's a crazy good competitor. You know, baseball is hard. Major League Baseball is hard. And uh, last night he had all of his stuff working, uh, and it was all Major League stuff. Whenever the Major League team needs him, I, I think he's going to be ready. Uh, I, I feel great about him and uh, his future prognosis. Matt, we were talking a little bit about Cade Povich, the segment before, and I've been there at Bowie in nights where I, I see him get swing and miss, you know, anywhere between 75 and 95, you know, all different variants where everything's clicking. And then there's, you know, obviously last night there's been some rough starts as well. His ERA now sits north of five. I guess where, where is he in his evolution? And, and I guess are there things you're hoping that he can sort of um, fine-tune a little bit in the second half of this season? That's that's what that's the right word for him. I mean, he's he's got excellent stuff. He's a competitor. It's just just like it is at at the lower mid levels. It's about finding consistency of execution. You know, he's got the stuff, and he'll show it to you. And he's just not quite executing it as consistently as you would like. I mean, he's had some fantastic yeah. starts. I was at one this year where struck out thirteen in seven innings. It yep. was basically perfect through those seven. But you know, he's He's a very, very capable pitcher, but just like all the guys in the minor leagues, he's trying to be able to do it uh, at a at a high enough consistency level to you know make it into the major leagues. So, and and, and last night, you know, he, he gave up a couple of cheap home runs, and it wasn't really a terrible start. Right. He, he pitched pretty well, uh, but he is in a very, very much in a learning phase as most of these guys are, and uh, you know, we're still very high on this guy. Matt Kobe Mayo performing at a consistently high level in double A uh, with Cade Povich seems like a guy that could be knocking on that triple A door. He's playing very well. He's sort of taken his approach uh, to a whole nother level. He's played discipline and he's just absolutely murdering the baseball. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, he, he's a guy that, yes, we have our eye on and we'll continue to monitor the situation and, you know how we are. We like we like to be aggressive and challenge our players. So uh, he's definitely a guy that that will continue to monitor. John Rhodes has had, uh, uh, I think, really quietly, right? Because there's so many kids in this system that there's the household names that people focus on. But John Rhodes, at a time where that lineup lost some of its length, has really stepped up. Where, where do you you know how do you feel about him? at this point in time, and, and I'm obviously coming off of June where I don't think you could ask for anything more than a 914 OPS. Yeah, we feel like he's right on right on schedule. You know, every player sort of develops at, at different at different speeds, and, uh, you know, it's supposed to be hard, and you're supposed yeah. to have some struggle, you know, as you go to new levels, and most players, that's the case, and then the, the really good ones start to, start to figure it out, start to catch up to the level and eventually surpass it. You know, and hopefully we're seeing that from John where, you know, he's, he's going through that, that, that exact, you know, life cycle for, uh, for a player in double-A. Talking to Matt Blood, it's Inside Access here on The Fan. I, I, I want to get to another guy that seems to be one of Jason's, uh, I guess, fetishes, for lack of a better word, and that's Creed Willems, who is uh, matching the ball. I think he's repeating uh, the level he's He already at. graduated. He, he, he repeated, graduated, he, now he's beating the ball around yeah. in Aberdeen. But talk, talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing from him and, and, and your expectations for Creed Willems. Well, he's not. You guys aren't the only one who – he's your favorite player. I mean, I think the whole – 
the whole city of Salisbury. I don't know if he paid for a meal for the last year when he was down there. They, they loved him so much in Salisbury. This guy, uh, he's a hitter. Uh, he's got power. And what really what has changed this year is he's really um, taken seriously swing decision training. I think last year he'll tell you he didn't, he didn't swing at great pitches and got himself out a lot. And this year he's, he's done a fantastic job of swinging at the right pitches, and that's allowed him to use – his power and make more consistent contact. And uh, he's really taken off in that regard. And uh, now he's in Aberdeen and learning lessons there as well, but still performing and also working on his catching. So uh, he's young and got a great attitude. And we're, we're very happy about where he is. Man, how great is it to see Jordan Westberg finally get the call, make his debut Monday, back-to-back nights uh, with multi-hit games? It's really cool. It's really cool. A little bit emotional, you know, for a guy like that who uh, he's really done everything the right way. Uh, he, he's such a pro. Uh, and he's also, you know, sort of mentored. Uh, he's one of our young players like Gunner along the way. And, and to see him uh, get the call and then just to show the maturity that he has and that he was ready for the moment, um, that was really exciting for him. And it was also you know, a little bit of a nice job to our, our player development group to say, hey, we, we helped get this guy ready to come up to the major leagues and make an impact right away. Um, what, one pitcher I was remiss not to cover earlier when we were talking about Bowie and I asked you about Povich um, was Chase McDermott, and, and he has been remarkably consistent. And when I watched these two last year, I kind of wondered if, if there might be more oscillation in McDermott than Povich, but – McDermott's been pretty much shoved uh, from the start through the finish. Um, what do you like about what he's doing right now? And is he another guy who might need to be challenged at another level sooner rather than later? Yeah, big strikeout guy, big stuff. Uh, you know, maybe a, a couple more walks than, mm-hmm. than you would like to see. Uh, but he, he's a guy that deserves consideration uh, for for AAA at some point. You know, this year hopefully. Uh, you know, the other thing you got to take into account are the innings that are available there. Right. Uh, with all with all the really good arms that are in Norfolk right now, uh, that that team is uh, one of the best minor league teams I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, so you have to take that in consideration also. But uh, he's he's doing great. Matt, last thing for you before we let you go, but uh, the draft coming up, and I don't know, remember how involved you are, but is it weird for you guys to go prepare for a draft in a year where? This is the first time in a while you don't really have a good handle on who you're going to take. Like, you're picking, what, 17th? So, in years past, if you're one, you're two, you're four, you kind of know where you're going. And this year, it's it, it's a crapshoot. It's different, you know, than, than where we've been as Orioles. But, you know, with, with Michael Elias and Stig, I mean, I think you're getting you know, two of the most experienced and capable uh, drafting people really in the whole world. I mean, Remember, we were all in St. Louis together, and during those years, we drafted between 15 and 23 just about every single year. So there's a lot of experience with this group in regards to drafting really all up and down, and they have a fantastic draft model and uh, process that I would put up against anyone's. I'm I'm excited because I I know that we're going to end up getting uh, not just one, but a handful of really good players. I mean, look at our org now some of the top prospects we have, they weren't all first-round picks. They yeah. weren't the first picks in the, in yeah. the draft. So, you know, yeah, we've got some top 
top picks, but we've also turned players like Westberg and Henderson and, and uh, on down, you know, Ortiz and into quality major league players. So we're, we're just excited that uh, we're going to get some more. Matt Blood, Orioles Director of Player, Player Development. Thank you, as always, for your time, and keep up the great work. If, if you're in Norfolk, I'll see you tomorrow night. I don't know where you are in your <laughs> travels, but... You know what? Tomorrow night, I will be at the South Baltimore Little League Field for nice. the District Championship to watch my watch my son play in the District Championship. So that's where I'll be tomorrow Awesome. Night. Oh. Enjoy. No, but nothing better than no, that. No scouting going on there, Matt? Maybe a little. Maybe a little, <laughs> but... Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. See See you later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 